It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hi everybody, this is the Cricket Badger podcast. Each badger marks the track with its own scent. His black legs are short but very powerful for digging. The name badger probably comes from the French word bécher, meaning digger. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Cricket Badger Podcast. I am James, and to my right on the screen in front of me anyway, it's Sir John's, the prolific tweeter of Indian cricket. He's always tweeting. How are you, sir? Welcome to the podcast. Uh, first of all, thanks a lot for inviting me. Uh, it's a pleasure to talk cricket with you. I'm coming to the channel for the first time, so I'm really looking forward to this chat. I mentioned to a couple of uh, people who come on this podcast sometimes that you were coming on, and the uh, the first thing they said was, when do you actually sleep? Because anybody that follows you on Twitter, it's at Crick Crazy Johns. You are tweeting all day long about Indian cricket, about cricket around the world as well. Do you ever stop? Do you ever shut those eyes and get some sleep? Uh, I used to sleep, uh, I think it around six to seven hours maximum. Then I used to sleep in noon time. Whenever I don't have this, I don't have some work. I used to work in a cricket website. So uh, whenever uh, there is no matches, uh, then nowadays IPL is happening. So there is news each and every hour. There is lots of uh, breaking news. In recently, um, Mitchell Marsh got injured. So uh, there are lots of news. So I used to sleep around six to seven hours. What was it about cricket then? I mean, I know in India, cricket is huge. Um, 1.4 billion people love cricket. But what is it about the one need to make uh, you devote your life to cricket then? What, what is it that fascinates you about this great game of ours? I think I started watching around 2004 5 uh, when I was studying sixth standard or uh, something, uh, not uh, second standard, something second or third standard. Uh, first, it was we used to play in backyard. Uh, we used to watch cricket mainly during that time. ODAs were too much ODAs was there compared to T20s in 2004 5. So, ODAs was my first love. Uh, then, gradually, gradually, IPL came after four years, especially India winning the T20 World Cup had lots of impact. Uh, then, in 2008, IPL came. Uh, then, there was no stopping. And uh, earlier, we had only two channels. So, I couldn't watch lots of uh, cricket matches apart from Team India or uh, World Cups, etc. 
so uh, when 2009 something cable came so i i, I used to watch lots of matches especially uh, test matches in west indies mainly because most of the test matches will be ending uh, when we when we were in school but in test matches in west indies used to start around 7:30 pm or 8:30 pm in indian time so it was uh, more easier to watch uh, so that is how uh, everything came together then uh, social media came uh, i used to start using social media around 2013 14 first it was facebook uh, we had a group in facebook known as cricket rulers i think there was 1 lakh members uh, we ha- i had i got lots of friends uh, across india uh, then in the, around 2015 16 uh, i came to twitter uh during that time we lost our group as well mainly due to some uh, copyright issues uh, then i started uh started using twitter more uh first i used to update these things etc these uh, scores etc then after around 2018 etc i started uh, picking up news uh then in, in last one year etc uh, there there are lots of journalists who used to help me they used to give me their news uh, so that is how the growth happened Uh, so I'm really thankful to them, especially lots of journalists, lots of etc. And when you were playing cricket, or I mean, do you still play cricket? What what do you do? Are you a, a fast bowler, as the batsman? What's your role? Uh, we used to play on Sundays mainly because uh, most of the match jobs uh, is really tough to play uh, on weekdays. So we used to play uh, on Sundays uh, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. something or 4 p.m. We used to play during that time. Uh, I am an all rounder. Uh, I used to bat at six or seven. Then I used to bowl leg spin as well. So that is how. I am obviously in England. Um, I've just watched England lose to West Indies in the Caribbean Fr- from a distance. Johns, how do you rate the current English team? What, what's the problem with English cricket at the moment? Why can't we win Test matches? I think there are world class. Players like uh, we all know, West Indies, uh, England is going through a transition phase. They have moved away, or uh, they have dropped James Anderson and Stuart Broad for this series. But if you look at the batting, they have some world-class batters or world-class all-rounders. Hello, uh, with Joe Root is there, who has been one of the best uh, batsmen in last six or seven years. Then they have Ben Stokes, who has been uh, one among top three all-rounders in Test cricket, along with Jadeja and Jason Holder. Uh, then uh, recently, Johnny Bairstow has been doing so. in test cricket uh, from the ashes uh, in the fourth or fifth test match he has been doing so well so they have uh, players who can win new games but the issue has been they are not coming together to win a test match you need at least there should be four or five or six performers together uh, or else it's really tough to win test match. You, you you can win one or two matches but you can't win a series like England winning the first test match against India, uh, then they lost that series, mainly because there were not match winners. Like, there were not performers uh, like uh, as a cluster. So that is one of the main issues. And uh, if you look at the bowling one, uh, it's really inexperienced, especially they, uh, right now they have dropped Anderson and Broad. So it's really tough to be critical towards them. Uh, we need to give them time. Uh, but uh, still, uh, the first priority they need to work out will be county cricket. Like they need to make pitches which is suited more suited to be all-round cricketer, which can perform in Asian conditions, which can perform in uh, Australia, which can perform in England, etc. If you look at the last home summer of England, uh, like they have made a more tradition towards batting. Uh, if you look at this course of last summer and compared to what happened two or three summers ago, it was really tough to bat. Like in 2018, when India came to England, it was really tough 
Uh, I think only Virat Kohli performed really well. There were a few centuries here and there, but as a uh, as a five-match series, uh, Virat Kohli dominated and there was uh, a long gap between rest of the players. But if you look at the last summer, uh, Rory Burns got a uh, terrific 100. Devon Conway performed really well. When India came, uh, Joe Wood uh, scored two or three hundreds in that series. So, pitches are somewhat changing. We need to... Uh, see in this summer as well because South Africa is coming, uh, New Zealand is coming, then India will be playing one test match. So it will be interesting to, interesting to see uh, what kind of pitches they are going to prepare. And I think they may, might be bringing back Anderson and Broad as well. Especially after the series lose, uh, we need to wait and watch how that goes because there is lots of pressure on Joe Root as well. Even though Joe Root told uh, he he likes to continue as England captain, but uh, if you look at the form of England players, there are lots of pressure. They need to move away from uh, Joe Root, etc. So uh, it will be really interesting. Uh, two months, especially county cricket, going to begin, and I think most of the England players will be playing. Like Ben Stokes is going to play county, Sam Puran is going to play county. Most of them are pulled out of the IPL, so these guys will be available. So it will be really interesting county season as well. Then uh, from India, Pujara will be coming as well. Uh, so it's really going to be interesting. I'm really looking forward to see, especially Pujara as well. Mainly he has been dropped on the test team. Uh, so uh, he recently played the Rinji Trophy. So uh, he will be play, coming to play the whole county season. And I think that he'll be playing the Royal London Monday Cup as well. So it will be really interesting to see and follow the county cricket as well. Yeah, Chester Shaw's got a bit of a point to prove, isn't he, at the moment? I mean, you, you mentioned pitches there around the world and, you know, following England's to India, as soon as it starts turning, you're thinking, oh my goodness, uh, they're going to fall apart against the spin of Ashwin and co. But I actually think one of the great things about world cricket, Johns, is that you have these differences in in you know, home nature of surfaces. I, I, you know, growing up as a youngster, you always knew that if England were going to Pakistan or India or Sri Lanka, it was likely to turn. If you were going to go to Australia, it was going to be pacey and bouncy. If you're playing in England, you might get a bit of seam movement. Those kind of things, we, we, uh, in my opinion, anyway, you don't want bland pitches around the world that are the same everywhere you go. Would you agree with that? I think there has been change after the COVID time. If you look at there has been lots of draw test matches. Like uh, two test matches was drawn in uh, West Indies, then two test matches were three, uh, two test matches were drawn in Pakistan as well. So I think there is a, some there is some changes. Uh, teams are uh, looking uh, or boards are looking uh, to long that test match. If you look at what happened from 2018 or 2017 to 2020, there has been lots of uh, two day test matches, three day test matches, four day test matches, and uh, the test matches which went to fifth there was really less. What, but if you look at last few months, uh, there has been a good change, uh, like batters uh, getting more scores, or there has been 400, 600, or 700 run scores. So uh, it will be a really interesting time if you look at uh, in 2018 and it was really difficult to bat. Like uh, apart from uh, a few batters like Virat or uh, then Kane Williamson performed in few patches, then uh, Steve Smith, even though he was banned, but when he came back in that Ashes, he scored around 600, 700 runs. But apart from that, uh, if you look at most of the batters struggled during that period. But in recent times, there has been a change. Uh, I don't know what happened, maybe because uh, like boards need to uh, have that day as well because there will be lots of sponsors uh, like uh, there will be uh, sponsors will be uh, saying that they need to extend that as much or else they, they'll be in big loose, loss as well because there is lots of money involved in this uh, so uh, it will be a really interesting time I really hope uh, I really hope this 400 continues 400 500 but uh, going to 600 700 will be really difficult uh, watching that first two test match, it was really difficult in Pakistan, especially everyone was scoring runs. 
like uh, I, I really like 400 500 or 3 300 or 350 to 500 kind of pitches that will be better for test cricket as well. Uh, so hopefully, and there are uh, WTC is a very good uh, aspect as well. Like uh, uh, people used to follow lots of test matches. Earlier it was just India test matches or yeah, India playing home conditions or India playing uh, Australia, South Africa, etc. But right now, if you look at even India, even though many won't be watching, but uh, there will be people who needs to know what happened there. Like uh, when when Bangladesh played in New Zealand or Ashes happened or uh, Pakistan uh, played against Australia. So people uh, are looking forward to these test matches. So I think uh, I really hope ICC changes that because uh, there are news that WTC won't be continue etc. Uh, so but I really hope it continues because uh, it will be even though there are lots of issues especially the points system etc. Percentage system uh, like uh, then uh, there should be more points to away wins etc. There uh, there should be some changes but still WTC should be a part of world cricket because uh, people will be looking forward to more test matches uh, when these uh, when top side especially top side plays you are listening to the cricket badger podcast Cricket's a game played with balls. You've got to look after them in the field. Badges are furry creatures. My friends at Manscaped.com help you make sure it's neat and tidy down there. Oh, get rid of all that excess fur. Make sure that you're neat and tidy. Make sure everything's in the right order. Oh, feeling all good now down in this set. Oh, Manscaped.com. Maximum skin-safe performance, compact design, advanced engineering, ceramic blade, waterproof. And it doesn't end there. Show you care by caring for your pair. Cleansers, revivers, preservers. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, get on there now. When you wake up in the morning, is the first thing you do to jump on the computer and look around the various news sites and see what you what you're going to tweet? Because you do seem to be on cricket all day long. Are you constantly on your phone or on your computer just looking for the ne- latest bit of information to put out there? When I wake up, I used to check first info. Uh, I used to check because they are the most trusted source as well. Uh, they will be covering cricket all around, all across the world. Even though there is Cricketbus as well, but uh, Cricketbus has slight limitations compared to Cricket Info. Cricket Info has journalists everywhere, even from West Indies or New Zealand or everywhere they have journalists. Uh, so I'll be going uh, to Cricket Info first. Uh, these days, if you look at IPL, all, uh, Times of India is covering really well, then Indian Express is there. Uh, so uh, I used to check almost everything in first 30 minutes just uh, to uh, what happened in last six seven hours. Uh, then there is IPL website uh, because uh, I'm not a journalist, so I can't uh, go into this press conference. Or uh, then I used to watch the press conference. They'll be updating in their IPL website. Uh, we can watch their web uh, press conference. Uh, who have played, etc. So these are the first things I used to do these days. The IPL's taken the the world by storm, hasn't it? It's the biggest tournament uh, in, in cricket domestically, certainly. India, massive population. You guarantee the weather as well, which helps. I mean, they come across to England, it rains. Um, the IPL expanded to 10 teams as well this season. Just, just getting underway at the moment. How do you see it in terms of its strength? Is is it an upward curve? Do you see it improving and continuing to improve? 
I think it will be improving, especially if there there was ten teams in 2011. But if you look at uh, the T20 talents in 2011, T20 talents in 2021, it's really different. There has been lots of talents coming from Zimbabwe. Even recently, Blasim got uh, the net bowler contract. Joshua Little got, from Ireland got the net bowling contract with Chennai Super Kings. Uh, then, if you look at yesterday's match, Rajapaksha uh, played a uh, brilliant knock uh, for Punjab Kings. So there are uh, T20 talents coming from Sri Lanka, from Afghanistan. We all know uh, there are lots of Afghanistan players like Gurubas is there, Rashid is there, Nabi is there, Noor Ahmed is there, Farooqi is there. So uh, T20 talents are growing. Uh, if teams are uh, uh, and teams are uh, improving as well as a scouting team, uh, looking lots of data, matchups, etc. If you look at more, maybe they might not be well balanced mainly because uh, they are trying out seven Indians and four overseas. So there will be some limitations. But still, uh, if you look at uh, teams are well compact or uh, ten teams, if you look at there is no clear advantage for anyone right now in this IPL. There are lots of weaknesses for the team. There are lots of strengths for the team. So it will be going to an open IPL. Even though there will be limitations, uh, especially uh, when you compare with overseas talents, uh, especially these under-19 players or uh, who are playing inside Mustaqil, etc. Maybe they don't have the experience, or uh, maybe they might be uh, critical uh, against raw pace, etc. While facing, but still uh, they'll be overcoming one after one or two seasons. I believe it will be improving. And if you look at uh, maybe BCC uh, can do something like including five overseas and six Indians. That is one of the thing they can try out. But still, uh, it will be maybe after two three years etc. Uh, and right now, I think it is really well balanced. Uh, we might see a very close IPL, uh, even though few teams has few issues mainly because most of the players are splitted as well. Like, Uh, KL Rahul went to Lucknow. Rashid went to Gujarat. Hardik Pandya went to Gujarat. Uh, there has been lots, uh, lots of changes as well. That, that's one of the things I think, John, that makes it fascinating this season. Because after a mega auction, when everything moves around so much, the auctions themselves for the IPL are an event in themselves over two days. Um, they're box office, aren't they, to see which big names go to which uh, of the franchises, and now it's all going to pan out. But when you get so many new different faces at the different franchises, you've got two new teams in it this this time around. It does make it very hard to predict it, doesn't it? Because until we see this tournament settle down and we work out how each of these ten teams are going to play and what their strengths are, and as you say, the weaknesses of, of uh, the sides, it's going to be very difficult to actually predict the winner this time around, isn't it? Yes, even uh, top four is difficult. Points. Yeah, I I think it's really difficult to say right now. If you look at the matches happen, uh, no one expected Delhi to win, even though they won the toss, etc. But there was no due factor. Uh, match was played in the noon time, but still Delhi Capitals came from nowhere and they won because they don't have uh, Warner was not there, Mitchell Marsh was not there, Nokia was not there. There was lots of issues in the team, etc. Balance, uh, but still they won the match. So it's really difficult to tell uh, which team will be winning, uh, which team will be losing, etc. Even top four is so difficult to predict because, as I said earlier, there are lots of weaknesses for each franchise. Uh, there are lots of strength for each franchise. May if you look at Gujarat, has a very good bowling unit. Like Rashid is there, Sai Kishore is there, Shami is there, Loki Ferguson is there, Ardi Pandey is there. But their batting will be slightly slim. Compared to uh, what Punjab Kings has, Punjab Kings has based so uh, Shikhar Dhawan, uh, Mayank Agarwal, Liam Livingston, Odin Smith, uh, Shah Rukh Khan is there. So they have very good batting, but uh, their bowling can be slightly uh, vulnerable side as well. Even though they have Rabada, but still uh, they have got inexperience in their bowling. 
Uh, if you look at RCB, RCB has a very good bowling. Even though they went for 200 runs, but once Jose Selwood is back, I believe RCB will be having a very good bowling unit as well. But their batting can be slightly worried aspect as well. Uh, so uh, there are lots of issues for each franchise, and there are strength for each franchise. Well. So it's really difficult, and I think it will be going to one going to be one of the most open IPL ever uh, in the history of the league as well. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting, isn't it? I, I understand from your Twitter feeds, um, Johns, you're a CSK man, are you? That's your team? I am CSK. So I assume from that that MSD is your hero, is he? He tends to be. Yes, uh, he was my first idol uh, in cricket. When I started watching, especially I started watching 2004, and he debuted on 2004 as well. Uh, so I have followed almost, almost every match of uh, his career as well. So... Uh, he has been my one of these heroes in cricket as well. Have, have you ever met him? No, I haven't met any cricketer. So MSD, what would that mean to you if you were to walk into a room and MSD was there and he came sh- shook your hand and talked cricket with you? Would that be the best day of your life? Yes, it should be. Uh, I, I haven't met any cricket. I have watched, I think, three or four matches uh, from the ground, two or three T20s and two or three ODA something. Uh, but I haven't met any cricketer. Uh, hopefully it will be happening with you soon. Uh, but as of now, I haven't met anyone. I, I, I'm always amazed with um, Mahendra Singh Dhoni when he walks out, even for a practice game, and the crowd turns up at the stadium, don't they? And they give him such an ovation, even if he's just walking out to have a net session. He is just so big, isn't he, in Indian cricket? People, yeah, they don't just love him. They, as you say, idolise him. They, they, he's, he's huge, isn't he? Yes, uh, he has been a superhero for many people. Like uh, The success has been like, uh, there was a film on based on Dhoni as well. Uh, then uh, the way he has changed in the cricket as a captain and as a wicketkeeper as well. If you look at uh, if you uh, if you look at the history of Indian wicketkeepers, it should be before Dhoni and after Dhoni. That should be uh, in the history books. I'm not saying in uh, right now, uh, but after 10 or 20 years or 30 years, uh, when Dhoni will be uh, like 60 years of age or 70 years of age, then people will be considering as an Indian cricketer, especially as a wicketkeeper, it should be before Dhoni and after Dhoni. Uh, I think that is the impact Dhoni made in Indian cricket and as a captain as well. Everyone knows what happened uh, in the 2017-20 World Cup, 2011 ODA World Cup, then Champions Trophy, then IPL, uh, he has won four titles. And apart from one season, they, uh, they were in top four every time as well. Uh, so the consistency and uh, leading uh, a team for a decade as well. Like he started in 2007, uh, then he uh, gave that OD captaincy and T20 captaincy to Virat on 2017. So almost a decade he led Indian cricket as well. Uh, it's really, if you look at, uh, I don't see many captains, maybe there will be two or three or four captains who have led a particular country or particular franchise for uh, a decade. It will be really, it will be maybe two or three people will be there, two or three players will be there. So uh, that is the impact Dhoni made. And people uh, love him as well because if, if you go uh, in any stadium, uh, I have watched in 2007 and 2013, uh, it was just massive when he came to bat. Uh, people were, I think there were 30 or 40,000 people. Uh, and even as you mentioned, the practice as well, I think it was in 2019, if I'm right, or 2018, Chennai practice. Uh, in Chapok uh, before they came and there were around 10,000 to 20,000 people who just came to see the practice of Dhoni, Reina, etc. So uh, that is the impact he has made and uh, he's from Jharkhand but the way he impacted Chennai people, has, uh, that is really huge. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. I, I can never get my head around the fact that a stadium fills up just to watch somebody practice, but he just is, he's, he's bigger than the sport almost, isn't he? And I mean, I, I'm old enough, um, Johns, to have seen India win their first World Cup. Um, Kapil Dev lifting the trophy. Um, I mean, he was a hero. Sunil Gavaskar was a hero. But then you go through and Sassin Chendulkar, an MSD, and to a degree, I suppose, Virat Kohli, although I think he's probably a little bit behind the other two. Absolutely huge adulation. They are the, the major names of, of Indian cricket. I mean, I might be wrong with this, but I do I do think that Virat, despite the fact that he's an incredible player, he's just a little bit behind in terms of love from the Indian public than, than MSD is. What, what's the reason for that? Because he's still an exceptional talent, isn't he? I think everything came together on in a generation. That might be the reason, like uh, Sachin played till 2013. Uh, Virat debuted on 2008, uh, Dhoni started in 2004, and he uh, almost going to be an end in 2022, 2023. So everything came together. That might be the reason. If Virat was in a different generation, uh, he would have been considered as Sachin or Kapil or Gavaskar, etc. So I think that might be the reason. If you look at uh, Kapil Deva and Sunil Gavaskar came in, in a single generation. Uh, some people were uh, motivated through a couple of days. Some people were motivated to Sunil Kavaskar as well. So it got splitted. Uh, almost similar what happened right now. And I think uh, if you look at before, during the era of Sachin Tendulkar, it was almost only cricket. But if you look at right now in 2022, uh, football came, ISL came, then uh, there is hockey is there, then there are other sports as well. Like it's not only about cricket right now. Uh, there are other sports who has been uh, coming through the ranks or coming, uh, people liking those uh, different sports as well. So that might be the another reason as well. Uh, if you look at in 2090s, etc., it was only about cricket. Uh, maybe there will be other few sports, etc., but still cricket was dominating. Uh, but in 2021 or 2021, 22, it is not that. Uh, the sports are also uh, playing a big role in Indian public. That might be the another reason. and I sent the Badger a message and now I'm on the podcast with this jingle. If you would like to get in touch with the Cricket Badger podcast then tweet at cricket underscore badger. One of the things with the IPL um, that always stands out for me is how some of these young rags to riches stories crop up. You get the likes of Jayasval and, and people like that who have come from literally nothing almost um, to become very, very rich cricketers and, and famous people. Um, it's one of the one of the real kind of some fantastic stories around the IPL, isn't there, in terms of people effectively making it. I can remember watching the the uh, documentary on the Mumbai Indians and um, Jasprit Bumrah taking the cameras back to see his mother and going back to where it all started for him. And obviously his journey has been a, a very long one and yeah, he's top of the tree right now when it comes to pace bowlers. There's some fantastic stories around the IPL and how people have taken those opportunities, aren't there? Uh, I think that is one of the uh, beauties of this IPL as well. Every year, there has been one or two players. Like last year, it was Nantaraj and uh, this year, there will be another champion coming through the ranks. Uh, if you look at the 2008 Rajasthan Royals team, Sopnir Asnokar was there, uh, Trubedi was there. There were lots of champion play, uh, players who came from nowhere. Uh, so it has been the beauty of sport and some of them has been playing a big role in Indian cricket as well. As you mentioned, Bumrah, Hardy Pandya, these guys came from nowhere. And uh, IPL played a huge role as well, uh, helping uh, and shaping up their career. 
and uh, these guys will be lo- getting lots of experience like even if you look at uh, one of the rise has been chatan sakriya uh, he was an netballer with rcb he got that experience through uh, netballers uh, uh, then talking with uh, uh, mikeson or there are lots of other uh, staff etc and ebd uh, williams virat etc then after one year uh, he came into rajasthan royals he performed so well uh, then he came to indian cricket indian uh, senior team uh, he played uh, for india as well Uh, so that has been the uh, the uh, and ipl i think ipl has reduced the gap as well. earlier if you look at uh, said mustaq ali vijay sare renji trophy then directly into india a team uh, then directly into india senior team but right now there is a, a bridge called ipl uh, people will be getting opportunity to ipl and even they are playing uh, these state matches but ipl will be shaping them better uh, better facilities better coaching staff and uh, you can uh, talk with the greatest ones as well if you look at if you are going to mumbai indians there is sachin tendulkar uh, there is rohit sharma there is shane bond is there sahir khan is there mohara jayawardhan is there if you look at chennai super kings there is dhoni is there stephen plumbing is there uh, mike assi is there if you look at uh, gujarat titans there is gary krishnan is there there is nehra is there vikram solangi is there if you look at uh, lucknow super kings there is andy flower is there gaudam gambhir is there so that has been the beauties of cricket as well uh, there are there are legend, uh, there are legends in uh, support staff or coaching staff etc and that helped them as well you mentioned uh, sakaraya there he always makes me smile he just looks like he's loving it doesn't he he looks like he's always got a smile on his face and he just looks like he's just enjoying being part of it and it's uh, you like to see your sportsmen look as if they're loving what they're doing as well don't you the, the other thing with the kind of the rags to riches kind of stuff but it, it's great for the indian national team as well isn't it because the step up to international cricket from the ipl is not a huge one you know they, they've played the, these youngsters come in and they're playing against the the greats of the game from around the world and when they step into that indian national shirt and they're playing international cricket that transition is not such a big step up because they've been playing in those big stadiums they've been in those pressurized situations they're just doing it in an indian shirt instead of a i don't know rajasthan royals or an rcb shirt instead aren't they yes uh, if you look at uh, uh, ipl's uh, role in indian cricket is massive uh, like even though uh, it's a small uh, is if you compare english premier league or la liga etc it has been starting uh, start almost 100 years ago and if you compare that with ipl it has been just uh, 12 or 13 years and the impact ipl made is huge in world cricket uh, that has been the success of ipl as well uh, even uh, from overseas players as well if you look at whenever they are not getting contract they'll be meeting something uh, they'll be looking forward to next year uh, there are many very happy faces as well like uh, recently if you look at Uh, the way mark wood has been uh, if you look at his recent instagram posts as well he is so sad that he's yeah. he got injured uh, he's not playing the ipl so he was he was really looking forward to the see this season and play the season uh, last year he got an opportunity but uh, i think something happened uh, mumbai indians called him as a replacement something uh, but i think he was not available something but this year he came into the auction he was really looking forward to see uh, but he got injured and the instagram post he made as well that that shows the impact of players uh to play in ipl and what even though there is money involved but there are many things other than money as well money plays a huge part but uh you can be uh, more experienced and if you look at what morgan told what uh, what andrew stross told etc after winning the 2019 world cup as well ipl played a huge part 
like every most of the England players who played in that World Cup uh, was in IPL, like Josh Butler, Jody Bates, or uh, then there were Jason Roy played a few seasons. Alex Says was, was part of few seasons. Uh, these guys was getting experience, so uh, that has even it, it's not only about Indian cricket, but it has helped other nations as well, and it has helped uh, the players uh, who were not part of the group. Uh, who performed really well, uh, got that opportunity in the national setup as well. Uh, so that is how everything changed. Uh, it has impacted a lot in Indian cricket as well as world cricket as well. Why are India not winning every trophy that comes then? When it comes to ICC global events, um, England obviously winning the 2019 World Cup, but India always starts one of the favourites in all of these competitions and then go out in the semi-finals or, you know, they struggle, don't they? Why, why is that, do you think? Uh, it's really tough to tell what happened. Like, uh, India won the last ICC tournament in senior team in 2013. Uh, since then, India played uh, lots of fine. Like, uh, in 2014, T20 World Cup, they played in the final. 2015, ODI World Cup, they played in the semi final. 2016, T20 World Cup, they played in the semi final. Uh, then, Champions Trophy final, World Cup semis. Uh, then, recently, they knocked out in the uh, group stage. Uh, but I still believe uh, uh, in, in each World Cup, there are a few issues. Like in 2019 World Cup, the middle order was a huge uh, issue. Uh, we all know what happened. Uh, like they tried many players, but couldn't work out. In 2021, the game time was really less. Like uh, senior team played uh, in uh, in uh, March something against England. Then there was a long gap. Uh, they played a series in England, but they could. Uh, they were not playing T20 format. Uh, then if you look at uh, in 2015 ODI World Cup, I still believe Australia was the dominant side. Uh, because they lost, uh, India lost that semi-final, etc. Uh, but I, I still think if they are winning one World Cup, uh, we will be seeing a domination from Indian cricket as well. Like what Australia did in 2000s, etc. So I believe it's just a matter of one World Cup. And India has the talent pool as well. Like uh, if you look at the uh, fight for the opening sport, like if, if you look at there is uh, Shikhar and uh, Kaylee's opening T20 format, uh, Shikhar and uh, no, uh, Rohit and Kale opening T20 format, Rohit and uh, Shikhar opening uh, OD format. And if you look at the backup options, like the his Prithusha is there, Prithuraj Gaikot is there, Jayaswal is there. Uh, then there are tons of players uh, who can do. Mayank Agarwal is there. Uh, there are lots of players who are waiting in the wings uh, to get a one get one opportunity. And if you look at uh, Shubman Gill, everyone was expecting Shubman Gill to make out into Indian team very soon after winning the 2009-2018 under any World Cup. But that's been three or four, or almost four years. Uh, but he couldn't. Uh, he is not getting much opportunity. He will be getting one or two opportunities, but uh, uh, you need to give at least ten or twenty uh, matches uh, to uh, for uh, a talent. But he's not getting mainly because. The talent pool is a rich a talent pool uh, who are part of the system. It's really difficult to break out uh, into the Indian team. So that, that, that's and, a, I can see that as being a problem. I mean, it's a, it's a nice problem to have because you got one, as I said, 1.4 billion people who want to play for the the national team, either women or men. But get funneling that talent into 11 shirts when you've got so many people playing the game, so many people loving the game, and so many people wanting to be in the Indian national team. That's quite some task for the BCCI, isn't it? To get those people, get the right people in the right places. Yes, yeah, it's really difficult. Um, but BCC is doing lots of work as well. Like uh, you, uh, right now, they are going to start an emerging team as well. Like after the under 19 system, uh, there is suddenly a Renji Trophy, Renji Trophy, Said Mustakali, Vijayasar, etc. But few players will be moving away from the system. Uh, for them, they are going to start emerging team almost 
what is similar to under 90 under 25 or under 24 so they are looking or trying to make different aspects or different things uh, to counter these things mainly um, some players won't be getting opportunity even though they might be highly talented uh, they might be the future indian stars etc but they can divert from the system Uh, there are lots of examples recently there has been unmuk chand uh, who went to uh, us so uh, there are other players who went to us there are lo- many players are looking forward or moving to us because of better life uh, they are going to uh, start the uh, major league cricket and then they are be hosting the t20 world cup etc uh, a small part so um, most of the players are trying to move into uh, us or other countries for better opportunities so bcc is trying many things like uh, emerging team is going to start and this covid has hit badly as well like rugby trophy uh, even though it started but uh, it wasn't played in last two seasons india a team is not traveling as well apart from that one series which happened last year against south africa a team hasn't toured much uh, after covid so i really hope after covid uh, it will be uh, the things will be getting better like under 19 tng trophy said uh, mustakali uh, vijay sare emerging team india a team Uh, then challenger trophy the new trophy uh, then ipl senior team etc so and it, it is really tough but bcc can do that because they are massive they are they are the biggest cricket bo- body in the world as well even though there is icc etc but the money uh, is coming more from bcc as well so they can do these things i really hope they work out uh, and they are, they have been doing but the issue has been uh, this covid etc which is not controllable uh, for them as well But, I mean, winning in Australia with the um, almost like the third team at some stage, wasn't it? It kind of shows the strength and depth that India have right now. I mean, you could pretty much put out two teams in 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 cricket, couldn't you? As an Indian nation, and both of them would be uh, very competitive. Amit Amit Dubey's been on with a question. He says, "Why England doesn't have a regular shadow tour um, of the England Day team or under twenty three team to other countries like India?" I, I mean, you've just mentioned that, Johnson. The the emerging teams and the, the the thought process with that with uh, with team india i mean england do usually have a tours um but covid like john's has just said i mean has uh, has wrecked all that kind of stuff at the moment the last two years has been a bit of a mess isn't it in terms of overseas tours with bubbles and what have you and the a tours have paid the price so i think you'll see that amit as we go further forward yeah, i'm going to finish off with a few of of my regular questions on here um if i was to give you complete control of cricket john's you're the man in the big office your name is on the door and you can do anything you want with the world game what would be the first thing you did uh, i think it's really tough to tell uh, but um, uh, i'd be introducing two tier system in test cricket like uh, top 6 teams in one uh, then second division uh, for 7 to 12 it will be helping uh, and whoever performing really well in the 7 to 12 system will be upgrading and whoever doing so badly in that 1 to 6 will be moving into second division uh, so that will be one thing i will be doing it will be helping test cricket as well uh, for test cricket will be that idea and odis i think this odi super league should be continuing or else uh, you can't see a netherland versus new zealand series happening if there is no odi super league or ireland going to england uh, it happened in 2019 or 2020 something Uh, Ireland toured for the three ODIs uh, when England, Ireland won their first ODI etc. Uh, when Paul Sterling etc. scored that very good hundred. Uh, so I will be continuing this ODI Super League uh, for ODI cricket and for T20s. Uh, I'll be putting a calendar like reducing T20 internationals and giving more uh, to T20 leagues like CPL starting. 
it won't be uh, coinciding like if cpl is happening there won't be any leak like psl will be happening on january uh, then uh, no big bash will be ending on january psl will be starting on feb uh, then ipl will be starting on april uh, then t20 blast will be starting around june last week uh, then cpl will be starting around september then there is canada t20 league is there so that is the one thing and i will be reducing the t20 internationals as well right now uh, there are series like five t20 series five t20 matches seven t20 matches will be happening i think pakistan versus one of the teams will be playing seven t20 international this year i don't i i forgot about the opposition team uh, so i believe uh, t20 international should be reducing and uh, we should be giving more priority to leagues plus uh, uh, test cricket and odi format don't, don't you think though that surely international cricket playing for your country goes above playing for your IPL side i think uh, we i think we had discussed this earlier so the money playing a big impact like uh, the amount of uh, money nokia getting or abada going to get or uh, deco going to get marco jainison going to get these are huge and if you read the article of chris morris what he told like he last year he got 15 crores and it will be helping uh, 15 uh chris morris for rest of his life for his children for their studies and he he can settle down somewhere around south africa as well that is the impact ipl making for overseas players so it's really tough to tell uh, we need to look at the future as well even though people used to say our country is first money is second etc but if you ask them as well in their particular life what is bigger it is whether it's country or money many almost 90% of people will be saying money and the same people will be uh, too much critical on these players as well they are not looking at their uh, from that player side so if you are looking from their player side money is huge especially uh, players who are coming from the south africa uh, or west indies etc uh, they are not even if you look at the contract money as well it's really less So it's really difficult to tell. On that kind of vein of discussion, how much of a responsibility do um, the BCCI and ECB and Cricket Australia, the the, the big three, India, the most powerful and the richest of the of the big three, how much responsibility do they have to spread the wealth a little bit to some of these other nations that you've mentioned, and probably even beyond into the associate nations and what have you, so that cricket is strong around the world and it's not just concentrated in in three nations that the wealth. Uh, I think that is one reason I I said earlier we need to continue ODI Super League. Like if ODI Super League was not happening, uh, we would have we wouldn't have seen a South Africa versus Ireland series or South of uh, New Zealand versus Netherlands series etc. So if ODI Super League is continuing, uh, there there is a rule like a team should be playing against these teams. Uh, these teams should be playing in home conditions. These teams should be playing in away conditions etc. So they'd be getting the money. So if they are not going to have odi super league as if now uh, icc has informed that there won't be odi super league from 2024 and this will be hurting this associate nation like netherlands or other uh, countries really badly so that is when uh, icc need to be involved and if you look at before covid or just before covid like if, if the ftp cycle was uh, formed like in april and may there were there were in much international matches apart from pakistan playing uh, some of the series maybe against zimbabwe or bangladesh or ireland etc but this covid was one of the reasons why this 
Bangladesh playing against South Africa right now or New Zealand playing against uh, Netherlands right now. These things happen due to COVID. So I I, I think after COVID, once this FTP uh, gets together, once this series happening uh, regularly, then I I still think uh, there won't be much international matches happening during April and May. So uh, there won't be much issues in after one or two years as well. Going to finish with two questions, Johnson. It's been brilliant to have you on today. Love talking to you. Um, the first question is a, is a silly one, but I'm going to let you jump into the body of another human being. Pick a cricketer, a current cricketer, so anywhere in the world who you'd like to jump in the body of, be them for 24 hours, have their life and have their skills on the cricket pitch. Playing right now. Yes. Uh, right now. You can go back in time if you want. I'll let you change it. It's fine. Uh, I think I'll be picking Sachin and uh, second will be Magrath. Sachin was... I, I met Sachin in the Champions um, League in, was it 2010? Uh, he was roaming around the Mumbai Indians nets on his own and I thought, I'm not going to get a chance like this ever again. So I went up to him and asked him for an interview and he said, uh, very nicely, he said, no, I'm not doing any interviews while I'm here in South Africa. Um, and then he's, uh, but then I shook his hand again to say goodbye. So I shook his hand twice just to make sure that uh, I touched the great man. I'm going to finish off with the, the IPL, obviously 2022, just starting. And we've just we've just said how hard it is to call this competition. But I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to call it. Who are the final four, and who wins it? Who's going to make the playoffs, and who's going to lift the trophy? Uh, I think it's really difficult. Uh, I can't answer that. I would say if you look at. If you look at RCB uh, only, then <clears throat> I would be suggesting them to the top four. Then if I am going to check Legno Super Giants, <clears throat> after some time I'll be thinking, oh, this team will be going to top four. If I look to Chennai Super Kings, after some time they might be going to top four. So that is the issue I had. For last couple of weeks, I have been checking all the teams uh, really closely. I have been looking for the playing 11s. I have been watching lots of uh, previews. I have read lots of things from Crickinfo, Cricket.com, Crickbus, etc. But uh, then I, I checked many uh, things, uh, their matchup options, their stats in last two IPLs, what happened in Wangade pitch, what happened in CCI, Brabant, uh, then Pune, etc. I still couldn't find an answer. Uh, I... I still think it's really tough to answer uh, who will be the top four. Uh, it will be going to an open IPL and it will be going to be really close. I think top four will be decided in the last week of uh, or third week of May. Well, that was a slight cop-out answer, but I completely understand why, because it is a ridiculously difficult competition to call and it's going to be fascinating over the next two months or whatever it is to see who actually finally wins that trophy and lifts IPL 2022. Thank you very much for joining me on the Cricket Pageant podcast today, John. It's been a pleasure to speak to you, pleasure to meet you. And uh, hopefully at some stage we'll get you back on in the future. Maybe after this IPL, we can meet again and discuss what's happened and uh, and have a bit of a review of what we've seen over the last two months. But until then, um, lovely to speak to you. And uh, thank you very much for joining me today. Thanks a lot for inviting me into this show. And whoever watching this video, uh, do subscribe his YouTube channel. There are lots of contacts, etc. So uh, I'm really looking forward to ch- be chatting more in future as well. And once again, thanks a lot for inviting me. Sports Social Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. 
Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.